0: Hello mama, so excited to be here with you. I've had a day where my brain just feels so tired and slow and I'm just like struggling to focus and I know that as soon as I sit down and start talking to you, I get energy and (laughs) it breathes some life in me. So I'm extra excited. I need this little wake up. You're like a cup of coffee and yeah, I'm just excited. We also are starting a new series today. Called "How to Suffer Well." Uh, it's inspired. I don't know the 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 idea of suffering is something that God has just kind of been putting on my heart a lot lately, and there's I've had a lot of different thoughts on it. and And we're gonna we're gonna dive into it. Suffering can mean a lot of different things. It doesn't mean that you have to be in like the darkest moment of your life, or you know, the world. But uh, it's just that feeling that you can't shake. Where you are struggling and you don't know how to keep going sometimes. So, we're going to do, we're going to talk about that because I think as mothers, often, uh, especially when we have littles, but it can be many different seasons as mothers, this can be what we feel. And we don't always know how to make sense of it because, right, we're supposed to like, we prayed for these babies and, and now we're feeling this. Uh, and I think part of why we get so frustrated in motherhood and get full of guilt is that we feel like those feelings we're having of the suffering are wrong. Like like there's something wrong with us for feeling that way. And I just have a lot of thoughts on that. So just get ready because I think we all whether it's from motherhood or a a huge crisis in your life losing a loved one uh, health diagnosis whatever it is we all will have seasons of suffering at one time or another so let's talk about what it looks like to navigate those seasons well I am excited it's a heavy topic but we need it it's essential so let's do this Welcome to the Morning Mama Podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, All right, mama, I am excited to enter into this conversation. Uh, Like I shared, the idea of suffering, specifically in motherhood, has been on my heart for a while. And so I have, I wrote down a ton of thoughts over the past um, uh, handful of months on it. And I'm just excited to go into some of it with you because I just think this conversation is so needed. I think there is a level of suffering that is inherent to motherhood. Now don't hear me saying like, oh, motherhood is just horrible and it's just awful and there's no way to make it better and there's no hope and it's just going to be awful. That's absolutely not what I'm saying. And we're going to dive into the specifics, like I said, but I do believe that part of growing, part of getting to the next place where we shed off the old layers of sin, of pride, of selfishness, it requires some suffering. It requires some pain. And motherhood for sure holds that for us, right? Like, I don't know if you ever had this moment as a mom, but I just remember after my first child was born, it was, I don't know if it was a few days or a few weeks, I think, I think just within a few days, I like suddenly was like, what did I do? Like, did I just ruin my life? Like, <laughs> it, it was like dealing with that loss of freedom that, that you experience when you become a mother and you go from like all of your time and your life being yours, you know, and you're married. So, of course, you know, you need to to pour into your marriage. And there's that, but it's so different, we know, than being a mother, especially to a child that cannot care for themselves. And and so all of a sudden, that time, that freedom, it, it's taken from you. And it's a completely different life, something that really no one can fully prepare you for, because it's hard to, like, until you're in it, you can't fathom just how hard it is, what a different feeling it is when suddenly your life is not your own. Your hours are not your own. You have this child that needs someone with them 24-7 and there's no leaving. There's no there it's, it's just the new reality and there's you know obviously if you've been around the podcast for a minute you know that i'm a big believer in boundaries and and good sleep for our kids and all of these things and so that's not what i'm talking about here but if you've you've probably walked through this and you know that moment because when you became a mother it, it's the shift and so i think that shift part of that is uh, it, it brings suffering <laughs> that freedom you once had where you could kind of selfishly choose, right? And it wasn't necessarily out of a place of like sinful selfishness, but it was just that you saw the world through your own lens. What did you want to do? What do you feel like doing? What are you going to do with your hours? What, How are you going to structure your week? And suddenly we don't have that opportunity. We have to throw aside all of those desires that we have, not all of them, but we have to restructure them. We have to, we have to throw some of them aside because we now have this, this entity, (laughs) this human to care for that requires a whole lot of time, energy, love, patience, you name it. Right. And so just that, that moment of throwing off that selfishness is, it it involves suffering, right? You're stripping off yourself, your old self, you're dying to yourself. includes suffering. And so we're going to talk about what that looks like. We're going to talk about like what is needed suffering in motherhood versus what is not needed suffering. Because while I do believe a certain level of suffering is inherent to motherhood, there are ways that we can do it not well, where one, the suffering doesn't grow us and shape us. Uh, The suffering leads to uh, deeper levels of suffering that are not necessary because we're not Uh, carving out our lives that in a healthy way where we're caring for ourselves and we're setting the boundaries. And and we're going to talk through all of those things. But before we dive in, I do want to start with saying, if you are suffering, one of the best things that you can do is get some understanding of what is going on inside of you. It's slowing down and figuring out what are you feeling? Why are you feeling that way? And then why do you keep doing those things that you do again and again? And that's exactly why I created my academy, the Healed Mama Academy, so that I can help you navigate that, that it's it's a, a little bit different than therapy where therapy you you dive in and you kind of have this slow process and you process and lots of deep conversations and this is a little bit different it's it's coaching and it's uh, videos and worksheet curriculum that you get to dive into this. You get to reflect on the videos and sit down with God and do worksheets. I love how someone described it in our academy call this week where they said that uh, they love it because they feel like they're actually making progress because they're they're working through the worksheets and they can see the tangible progress of like, okay, I've completed this worksheet. Okay, I have this pain cycle mapped out. And so that, that's the beauty of, of healing this way, um, that you get to, actually see the progress you're making and and I help you map out a map, what you're feeling, why you're feeling it, what you usually do with that in a destructive way, and then how to change that. And there's four simple steps to changing it all and stepping into a place of health. And so if you're not doing that work inside of you, you might be wading through some suffering that's not necessary. So if that's you and you need some more insight into what's going on inside of you and you need a map out of what you're feeling, come and join me. You can get all the information at morningmama.co, that's morningmama.co, and come book a discovery call with me and I can talk with you one-on-one to help you figure out what your goals are and if this would be a good fit for you in order to help you find the healing that you're looking for. So that's where I want to start because we do have to do that work, That's and it's going to be part of what we're talking about here. But but not doing that work will lead to the bad kind of suffering. I do think there's like, and we'll, again, talk about this, but different kinds of suffering. There's this the suffering that leads to fruit, where we bear beautiful fruit and God uses it in our lives. And then there's the suffering that just takes us down into a black hole, right? And that kind of suffering is caused by sin. It's caused by uh, not taking the time to heal and 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 allow God to redeem the pain that we've walked through. And so that's why I have this series, How to Suffer Well, how to take the suffering that's inherent to life and motherhood and allow it to bear fruit in our lives and, and how to not dip into the other bad suffering that just leads to depression and anxiety and destruction in our lives and in our relationships. So we're going to go through a lot of different components. Today, I'm just going to kind of talk big picture about like what I mean by all of this. And I'm going to end with talking kind of about my own experience with this, as well as helping you reflect on like, what season are you in? And what do you need to do about that? Like, what is God speaking to you through that? how are you responding to that? And I have some questions to lead you in that at the end. So make sure you're taking notes uh, and we are going to dive in. So first of all, I love just to to begin with the definitions there to me, just paint this beautiful picture. So I looked up a few definitions of suffering and here's a few of them. Uh, one is the state of undergoing pain, distress, or hardship. Another definition says suffering implies conscious endurance of pain or distress. And then this definition of distress, which is a synonym of suffering, but it's also included in that previous definition. This, this definition says, implies an external and usually temporary cause of physical or mental strain and stress. You hear all of that, right? Endurance of pain and distress, external, temporary, great mental strain and stress. Right? Does that not sound like motherhood? <laughs> <laughs> or or what it can be like in certain seasons. And I want to be really careful with my words here, because again, I want to make sure I'm not painting this picture that I do think culture paints sometimes where they just, they just blanket, make a blanket statement about motherhood. It's just suffering, right? That's all it is. And it's just hard and you just have to grin and bear it and you just have to get through it. And I don't believe that. I believe that God has amazing things for you in this season. And some of that comes from enduring the suffering that it takes to die to yourself and pour out your life for another human. So yeah, I'm just going to keep saying that because I want to make sure you're not falling into that trap, which is a a lie that many, I think of us fall into that it's just horrible and there's no helping it and we can't do anything about it. And it's just going to be terrible. And that is a lie from the pit of hell. God has good things for you in the midst of the suffering of this season. So, again, let's talk about how we're gonna do this well. So, some some thoughts that has just been weighing on my heart is that I believe that suffering is actually an important part of motherhood, and of course, life in general. But you know, we're here talking about motherhood, and I just shared with you how I believe it's uh, somewhat inherent to motherhood, and I think sometimes what creates the bad kind of suffering in motherhood is when we fight against the natural suffering that comes from motherhood and we we push it and we we fight it and we try and stop it and we get angry and we blame people for it we blame our husbands for it we blame ourselves for it we blame the society for it you name it and instead of just embracing the dying to self the struggle, the hard, we fight against it and it steals from us the fruit that we could be bearing as we submit to the kind of suffering that God brings. And we're going to talk about that, right? Evil is not from God. Pain is not from God. But because we are sinners, because when we, when Adam and Eve chose to eat the apple and we now have inherited a sin nature, God has made a way for us to become like Him, to get out of our sinful nature. And that, that happens through sanctifications. The process of sanctification is us shedding off this sinful nature, us shedding off these layers of sin. Now we can never become fully perfect. We will always have this sin nature, but the more that we die to ourselves, the more that we spend time with Jesus and become like Jesus, the more we can walk like Him. And how we do that, that sanctification process, it involves a suffering. It involves a dying to our wants and our desires. Now, we're not talking about Buddhism here. So we're not saying like you you are not allowed to have any desires. God has put the desires, the healthy desires you have on your heart. He's, he's said that. Uh, but we, we shed off the, the ungodly desires. We shed off the selfishness, right? So that all happens Through suffering. And I have some verses to share with you so you know I'm not just, you know, making this all up. But I I think this is exactly what we need in order to become who we were created to be. I believe that. Motherhood actually is a gift, not just that we get to have these amazing children, but that it helps us to step through the crucible, right? The fire that tears down these things in us. And if we didn't have the struggles of motherhood, we, we might not so readily ex- access the, the truth of who we were made to be. And as we go through motherhood we have this beautiful opportunity with its immense struggles to become who we were made to be and you know it's always possible to do that but I do think motherhood provides like just the perfect ground for this work to be done and yeah, God is just so faithful. So let me let me share some verses with you that talk about what this looks like and talk about what the Bible says about suffering. And there's a lot in the scripture. I'm just going to pull a couple verses. I could go on for a long time. There is a ton about suffering. Now, I also want to qualify what I mean by suffering. I gave some definitions. But, you know, just to be clear, like suffering can be a horrible thing moment of losing someone close to you. It can be a horrible moment of a, a cancer diagnosis or walking through a horrible physical ailment. It can be those big, awful things, but it can also be those really bad days that you feel like you're drowning and you feel like you can't keep your head above water and you're putting out one fire after the other and the dishes are overtaking you and the house is overtaking you and you're trying to be a patient, loving, kind parent, but the kids are really having a bad day and it's a struggle, right? Like that Can also be suffering. So don't disqualify yourself. Now, I'm not saying everyone in motherhood is suffering all of the time, but just because you don't have a big thing, maybe you already know, like you feel like, oh, I feel like I'm in a season of suffering, but I also don't know if I can call it that because there's nothing huge there. We don't need to compare in order to know what season we're in. We just look at what we have, what it feels like, and we know what is going on. So just I just want to qualify that as as we walk through this. I'm going to talk about some examples in my life of some recent suffering that wasn't like over the top big, but it's a bunch of little things that added up that created a season of suffering. But here, first, we're going to dive into scripture. So you know what I'm talking about a little bit more. So first of all, I want to talk about uh, Hebrews 5, 8. This verse says, although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. This is, this verse is talking about Jesus, right? Jesus, God himself, the son of God, like Jesus was a son and he learned obedience through what he suffered. And we can dive super deep into this scripture, but we're just going to keep it kind of at a more surface level today. But just Jesus himself learned from suffering that some fruit was created inside of him through what he suffered and through that he learned obedience and so that's one of the things that is the fruit of when we suffer well when we uh, go through those hard seasons that is some of the fruit that we bear is that we learn to be obedient we learn to die to ourselves, die to how we want it what we think it should be how we think it should go and we submit that to the cross we put it at the foot of the cross and we say god your way God, if you want me to shut my mouth in an argument with my husband, I'm going to, because I know your way is better, right? We, we learn obedience through that suffering. So that's one of the, the beautiful things. Like You can see the Bible talks about the beauty of suffering. Uh, here's another one. This is 1 Peter 4, verses 12 through 19. And this one's so good. This is also from the ESV version. It says, Beloved, do not... Be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice insofar as you share Christ's sufferings that you also may rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed because the spirit of glory and God rests upon you. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or a thief or an evildoer or as a meddler. Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in that name. So let me unpack that just for a minute. There's so many facets to this. But first of all, it's like, I love how it starts off. Don't be surprised like that. If you're suffering, that something strange is happening. Like it's saying, this is coming. Suffering is going to happen. Be expectant for it. Don't be surprised. Like, it will come. You know, I think sometimes in Christianity, you know, especially depending on the denomination you've been in and the, the different facets of Christianity that there are, you know, that the idea of prosperity gospel is, has been pretty prevalent in the, in the recent times for certain churches. And this is where prosperity gospel gets it wrong. Like, Yes, God has so much for you and He wants to keep blessings on you and He wants to bring you amazing things and give you good gifts as you're because you're a child of God. However, it doesn't mean that everything's gonna be perfect just because you have faith and just because you say that you want it. Like part of living is 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 being in suffering on this earth there will be suffering so don't be surprised by it so we need to to stop seeing suffering as a bad thing it doesn't mean you're out of the will of god if you're suffering it doesn't mean you've done something wrong if you're suffering it doesn't mean that you are off track if you're suffering this is part of what it looks like to be on earth and not only that but it actually we get to share in the suffering with Christ. If we are doing the good kind of suffering that we're talking about, where we're bearing fruit from it, we're suffering through the trials that God is presenting us to to help us to grow stronger and rid ourselves of that selfishness, then we get to to be with Christ in that. That's what Jesus did on the cross. And so we get to share in the glory of that, which is so incredible. And then on the end, it touches on uh, don't suffer, the bad kind of suffering. That's what I was referring to, right? It says don't suffer as a murderer or a thief or an evildoer. So we don't want to suffer because of sin. That kind of suffering will not bear fruit. That just leads us to a dark hole, like what we already said. So that just shows you what we were talking about, this this picture of the good kind of suffering where we could just share in the glory of Christ versus the bad kind of suffering where we just fall into despair. We fall into sin. We don't work through the suffering and let it produce fruit in us. And again, that's what part of this whole podcast is about, is helping you to suffer well through motherhood, right? How to do it well, how to bear fruit in the midst of the season and not derail by letting culture shape you, by letting your past wounds shape you and drive you, right? Those things will, will go to the bad kind of suffering and lead you to that pit of despair. So, there's a couple of examples. There's so many more. One of them I'm going to talk about in a minute too, but I quote it all the time, of course, is James 1, 2. Consider it pure joy, brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of various kinds for you know that the testing of your face, the, t- <laughs> the testing of your faith produces, uh, Develops perseverance, allow perseverance to finish its work so that you may be mature and complete and not lacking in anything, right? So, trials, you're going to encounter them. See it as beauty, see it as a good thing because it's going to produce inside of you the the thing you really want. So, motherhood is going to transform us, and we have a decision to make about what direction it transforms us to. Are we going to allow the suffering of it to transform us into something that looks more like Christ? Or are we gonna allow it to drive us deeper into our wounds, deeper into our destructive coping, and into that depression and anxiety? So I think, actually, something that happens in motherhood. You know, I constantly, in parenting, I'll have moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm killing it, look at me go, this is so awesome, like I'm doing great, and I kind of like get this moment of pride. And then the next moment, I feel like I'm failing again. And I'm like, wait a minute, that my child is messing up again. Like my child just sinned. My child just hit their sister. We've had a great day. Where in the world did this come from? And in a a moment, I go from feeling like I have it all together, feeling like everything's great, to feeling like a complete failure. But I actually think that's part of the beauty of motherhood. I think in some ways it's supposed to. And let me, I'm going to, I'm going to, Say more on this in a second. It's not, you know, but I think in some ways it's supposed to make us feel like we're failing. It's supposed to push us to our breaking point because that's the only place where we realize that we cannot do any of this on our own power, on our own strength, on our own wisdom. Like it is only through the power of Christ. And when we raise up these little sinners (laughs) that have their own will and their own self to die to, That's what it looks like. Now, I absolutely do not believe that we just let our kids run wild, let their feelings rule our home or them. Like I, if you've heard me talk about it, I'm definitely about being strong parents with clear vision and clear discipline and making sure that we're helping our kids learn how to act right. However, even the parents with all of the best parenting and the best intentions, there's going to be moments where that kid chooses the path of sin in a moment. And that is, I think, one of the beauties of what leads us to the cross is we realize like, no matter how hard we try, we cannot control these kids. They're really in God's hands. And so it brings us this humility that drives us to Jesus. And that, that humility is where we need to be. That's like the sweet spot. That's where we want to live. Isn't that kind of humility and submission to God, knowing that he has everything we need and without him, we are nothing. So I just like wonder just the things that God's been putting on my heart, things I've been pondering. Like what if the key to a blessed motherhood is actually embracing the hard, Like the hard comes and you grab onto it and you just give it a big hug and say here we go this is really hard and this is making me into who i was created to be like i think that fight i talked about where we try and stop the hard and we get angry and we blame and we shame ourselves and we feel out of control we feel like this isn't fair right it's it's fighting against this hard that is actually necessary component of our lives. So, just things to think about. And I'm going to share about a current season that I'm in that has kind of led to this. But as you said, first, I have to say, like, give credit where credit is due. I, as I was reflecting on all of this, I realized, like, I've had some really great examples, especially recently, but. You know, before that as well, of, of how to suffer well. And a couple of like the current examples in my life are, uh, first of all, my grandma, who's getting really close to the end of her life. And uh, yeah, we don't know how much longer she has, but I just hear my mom tell stories of just how joyful she's been through it all. She broke her hip. Uh, a week later, she had a stroke, and she's just full of joy and kindness and like remaining positive and strong and, and doing all of this like physical suffering. And I'm sure mental and emotional suffering as well, along with that and and doing it all well. And everyone just loves her because she's just full of this strength and this peace that she just resides in. And along with that, my, my mom, my mom has been taking care of my grandma. Um, as the primary caregiver for the past couple of years, which has entailed a lot. My grandma has dementia and there's just been a lot of very physically, emotionally challenging situations that my mom has endured. And like things that I can't even imagine doing, I'm like, oh gosh, like what am I going to do when it's my turn? But my mom has done it all well. And I don't think I've ever once heard her complain about it. And she actually just continues to say, I just want to love her. I want to, I want to serve her the best I can. Like, this is my gift. I want to, I want to pour into her. And she continues to focus on that instead of on like feeling sorry for herself or being frustrated or whatever else that we might feel. Right. And, and I think like we all have this opportunity in front of us, myself included, where we have these kids that are depleting and are hard work and We so easily can fall into that victim mindset and fall into that complaining, but we want to learn to choose that space where we're just like, I just want to give more. I just want to serve more. Now that doesn't mean not having boundaries. I think one of the ways my mom's able to do this is she has really firm boundaries about where she takes care of herself and she makes it to church and she makes it to Bible study and she makes it to her hiking group and she makes it to art classes and she makes it to her nap every day. So like that's part of it. That doesn't mean we throw aside that, but it's embracing the heart and saying, this is what the season is and I am going to give this season everything I have. I know it will end. So how can I give it everything that I have? So I wanted to share that because as I'm like wading through this, I'm like realizing there's been some wisdom that has been passed down from watching uh, the generations before me suffer well. And we're getting to the end of this episode. So I'll, I'll have to share my story in the next episode. But I want to say that no matter the examples before you, whether they were uh, of strength or not, you have the opportunity to be in this season and to suffer well well and to bear the most beautiful fruit from walking through every bit of hardship that you are in now. And so just stick with me in this series, just lean in. And I hope that it will just help you to take, maybe get rid of some of the bad kind of suffering in your life and help you step more fully into the beauty of what God has waiting for you in the midst of the suffering of this season. Let me pray for you. God, I just thank you for this season. God, And the season of suffering for everyone that's in that right now, God, I thank you that you don't just leave us in our brokenness and our sinfulness, God, but you have a way out so that we can become more like you, God. And I just pray for all of us. You would just give us wisdom about how to step more fully into that so that we can surrender to you and who you are and the work you want to do inside of us, God, and that the suffering of the season would not be wasted. It would not lead us to a bad place god but it would lead us to looking more like you and bearing fruit god for us and our family and everyone around us god uh, i just personally and i encourage everyone listening i just surrender god my suffering to you god i put it at the foot of the cross god and i trust you with it god just use it god help me through it lord it's only by your strength god God, we thank you that you never leave us in this place of suffering, God, but you always are bringing us higher. You always bring us to a place of hope, God. And I just pray for everyone that's feeling that right now, God, you would bring her hope, God. You would bring her just a, a fresh breath of air to let her know that it doesn't. it's not always gonna be this way. God, we love you. We give you all of the glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Love you, mama. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.